Welcome to Horror Movie Yearbook. This is Willie. This is Tim. Tim. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. Yeah. Are there Kwanzaa horror movies? Uh, I'm going to look it up. Kwanzaa, I I know there are some like goofy like uh, Hanukkah ones. Yeah, there's a few. Um, Kwanzaa is the day after Christmas? uh, December 26th. Yes. Um, I will take a look and see if there's any Kwanzaa horror films. Kwanzaa horror sure. Looking it up right now. Uh, um, the Black Candle. That's the first feature film on Kwanzaa. I don't believe that it's actually a horror. No, film. No, it's got a, apparently. Oh. A, oh, yeah, I don't think. So. Oh, 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 the Kwanzaa. The Kwanzaa Killer. killer. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold right. on a second. <laughs> Interesting. The Kwanzaa Killer, a film by Clark Bernstein, the final chapter in the Holiday Horrors trilogy. Hmm, interesting. Maybe next year for our holiday celebration here, because we love to, we, I mean, you and I celebrate Christmas, but we, we celebrate all the holidays and sometimes we celebrate no holidays, but, um, this is, uh, maybe next year we seek out the Kwanzaa killer and see how that, because we may have to, yeah. it looks like though we would have to watch the trilogy because they're all, are they all um, Kwanzaa related? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. They are, they are holiday related. So the, the, it sounds like the first film in the trilogy is um let's see do the 12 sleighs of christmas is the first okay the second film in the trilogy is dreidel of dread (laughs) and the third film in the trilogy is is the uh kwanzaa killer now what i like about this article here that i'm reading is uh Here's a, here's a little line from the article about the uh, the Kwanzaa killer. Many industry insiders wondered if the third film in the trilogy would even be released due to mediocre reviews and a tepid box office for the 12 Slaves of Christmas. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> sorry, Variety didn't write a piece on the Kwanzaa killer. <laughs> the uh, dude from Entertainment Weekly is yeah 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 exactly yeah yeah, yeah well, exactly they weren't on they weren't on Entertainment Tonight backstage uh, behind terrible the scenes, behind the scenes terrible on, on the Kwanzaa <laughs> Killer where can the Kwanzaa Killer be viewed I guess is the question let's let's look but that, that is up. so great because it's obviously um somebody involved with the movie has 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 written this up <laughs> and yes it just wants to let let everybody know that they overcame all odds to produce this fine piece of slice it, of horror it makes me happy horror. to know. That somebody out there that is a friend of the Dreidel of Dread, correct? Is what you called the first one? The second one, I believe. Uh, I believe it was the this this the second in the trilogy. Uh, dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made you out of clay. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I will tell you this. Um, that is the one and only anything I see about the Kwanzaa Killer is that one article. <laughs> I see a, the Dreidel of Dread, a very Cthulhu Hanukkah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure these films actually exist. <laughs> no, now we've gone down a rabbit hole. But now I don't even know what's real anymore. I don't, yeah. This is like the Matrix. Um, <laughs> oh, that anyway. is a great transition, though. Speaking of the Matrix, the Midwest Game Nerds are covering the new Matrix uh, Unreal Engine demo, I think. It's not even a game. It's, it's like, like they're showing off graphics, right? An experience. Yeah, that's how I like my Matrix stuff. Have you watched the new Matrix film? No, I really want. To. I do really want to. I love the reviews. Oh, okay, I've not. I've honestly stayed away. It's so funny. Yeah, I've stayed. Like away. it's like it's like exactly what you'd hope for from a Matrix movie, in terms of like the like the like it's it's. I, I'm not not weird weird discussion around the Matrix sequels lately, and I feel like some people are misremembering. Um, so anyway, I 
didn't I don't I, the second one has amazing moments in it. I'm kind of having half. The third one I I can't build up anything. I love the Animatrix and I revisited these all. Yeah. Uh, last year I think during the pandemic like during the midst of it and um I remember it's, I still feel the same I always have. One is perfect and the issue is none of the other ones can live <laughs> up to that. Well, it's it's it, what's funny about the Matrix movies is like they've outright stated what the issue is yeah. is that they they want to make a trilogy of movies. The studio's like, we're not giving you money for a trilogy of movies. You're out of your minds. Yeah. So they condensed three story, three movies worth of story into one movie, which was The Matrix. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a major hit. It was re- well-received commercially, critically, the whole nine yards. And then the studio goes, hey, you want to make those two other movies? And they went, we don't have the plot for those movies. Yeah. We and then they had to make a plot, and then so I think it's yeah. it's good to see some reevaluation of it like, because I think there's I think there's interesting stuff in all of them. Sure, yeah, oh, I, mean, I, yeah, 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 I yeah. mean the Wachowskis can't make a movie that's not at least interesting. Um, yeah, but but it's also like I've seen some people these movies. Everybody hated these movies. Like, yeah. everybody hated the sequels. Yeah, <laughs> they were pretty much universally disliked. They were, yeah, people... minus like the car chase scene in Reloaded. Yes, that's about it. Yeah, and so I've seen some people rewriting history. Like, like oh, that was never a trilogy that was well received. No, people did not like these. And um, but I'm look. I'm honestly, I'm looking forward to the yeah, new one. Yeah, why not? Yeah, because I find something to enjoy. In all I think the universe is interesting. Me too. If Me I was too. making a Matrix movie now, I probably would not be digging back into the Neo Trinity stuff i just pick another movie about the matrix right this is kind of the um the star wars conundrum yeah like i like the stuff now like the animated stuff that has nothing to do the or side story stuff. they're like uh, the skywalkers well the mandalorian kind of, is cool right yeah i think you're a fan right or, or yes yeah because it's it, yeah the skywalkers can float in and out but i don't want it to be about them no yeah. i'm over that Me i'm kind of tired of it no i'm with you that it's such an interesting universe i think they create I, i'll give them that the Matrix universe, I think, is very interesting, and you could do a lot of really cool stuff with it. But like, they seem very, um, and I haven't seen the new movie, but but sometimes because of fandom in a lot of ways, the the narrative gets so tunnel vision. It's like we got to focus on if it's right. not about Neo, I'm not watching it. Right. You know, like why? But maybe they do take it. I want to. I don't know. It. Yeah. I haven't seen it. So anyway, uh, the gamers are also talking about the game awards that were this week. Ah, they just yes. put out a side quest. That's their bonus episode, which is out now. So check that out. Always uh, the game nerds. Great folks. Tons of fun. Tons of fun. Yeah. Wonderful people. Wonderful show. Check them out for all your game needs. I want to give a shout out to a couple people on Twitter real quick mm. that um, notified us for a couple reasons and they were both to tag us and stuff that uh, and I encourage this because social media can be such a hellscape at times. Yes. Please feel free to encourage us or tag us in cool stuff. Um, Elgato Blanco on Twitter it tagged us in this really cool screen poster that has all these different Ooh, VHS covers. I like that. Yeah, and uh, he said he was um, listening to our Summer of Scream shows, and this popped up on his timeline. That's so, sweet. Yeah, so thank you for listening to those because we are really proud of those shows, and I think it's those are great primers. Those for, are your favorite stuff we've ever done, right? I like that. You know what? No, I was. we should have talked to someone on Tiny Terror, but I was going to ask you like what your favorite show of the year is. My favorite thing we've ever done was this year, I think, and that's the video store episode. Yeah, that's I might right. repost yeah, yeah, yeah. that, too, as like a thing. But That was very cool. And I really yeah. love the dead... Um, the Romero dead stuff we did, but summer screen, our summer scream series, I think is, I would put up with the best of what we've done. It's funny though, that when we do, I mean the, the video store is a very special, just kind of different episode for us in terms of, uh, what we were talking about. And I guess like our own personal kind of, um, 
it was a little more of a heartfelt episode, I think, than some of our, our other ones. But I, fi- I do find it funny, though, that like some of our favorite stuff that we've done, and I can't speak for the listeners, you have to let us know, are when we like cover a series like over the course of like a month or two. Um, I wonder if maybe we should be doing more of that here and there. Mm-hmm. You know, the trick with that though is I would hate for you guys because we we only release you know episodes every other week, and and we I like to stick to that because you know I'm very busy, Tim's very busy, we do have other show, other podcasts that we're involved in, especially with now with multimedia. So we, you know, uh, we don't want uh, to. We never want for podcasting or for this show to feel like a chore, right? Not that we think, I, not that I think it would anyway. But you know what I mean. Like, like it's nice to have that breathing room and like, right. and we look forward to it. I think um, it, every every other week. Uh, so it'd be tough to do certain horror franchises because, like, it would take like half the year, and I, we can't. That I mean, that this seems like a lot. So I wonder if maybe what we could do is, <laughs> I think there's a way around. Like we could double up. There's a. There's a there's a happy medium here, I right. feel like. I feel like we could do something where it's like, you know, like, you know what? This month we're just going to talk about, like, um, I don't know. Well, we could figure it out. The first four Friday the 13th. Right. Like one episode is one part one and part two. One episode is part three and part four. And then we might not revisit the next section until... Down the road. A little bit down the road. I, we could... Uh, yeah. I feel like there's there's something there. Well, anyway, sorry, I digress. So yes, so thank you for that. Another we got tagged in another thing. This is from Steve. We all know Steve. Steve. Um, ah, yes. Steve. Steve is working in the COVID unit. Yeah, during Steve, this holiday season season, but he made wow. to brighten everybody's day by a nice picture of Hans Gruber from Die Hard saying "Ho ho ho." <laughs> He says it's not Jesus's birthday until Hans says ho ho ho. But I wanted to give Steve a special shout out, especially if he's listening right now in the COVID ward. Um, thanks for all you do, Steve. Yeah, man. Steve's no, we appreciate boy. it. Keep your head yeah. up. Yes. You know. Yes. Um, like keep honestly, looking at Hans for inspiration. Did you, did he paint this? I believe so. Yeah. He says this is my <sighs> contribution to the Christmas decor. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> and yes, yes, I can see Steve very. I, this is something a frontliner and an artist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, so best of luck and yeah, thank yeah. you, Steve. No, thank, thank you for what you're doing, Steve, honestly. Um, I think that's it as far as house cleaning goes. All right, Willie, are you ready to do this? I'm ready. Does Nikki want to watch this? I don't know. I told her, you know, to be down, down in, in 10 minutes. Come down in 10 minutes or so, I said to her. I hear movement up there. Uh, she could be coming down. She, 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 this is our gift sing. exchange. Yeah, we're, we're going to be exchanging gifts with each other. And um, we were, physical gifts. This is not a. This is not like a, like a sketch. We're not doing like a goof right now. We're actually going to be handing presents right to each other on air. And um, yeah, so I, I guess I could check and see with her if she wants to come down. Um, let's see here. I'll I'll put it on pause. And you know what? Actually, while you're doing that, I will let the people know where they could reach out to us and Twitter at HM Yearbook. Gmail horror movie yearbook at gmail dot com. You can get to us on Facebook, Facebook horror movie yearbook. You can is that it? Uh, no, Instagram. 
horror movie horror movie yearbook at Instagram. I'm running out of Nick Nicky's got to get out here. I'm running out of places to plug. Oh no, I'm not because we've got the Patreon. Patreon.com backslash the most important of all, where you can give us money. Patreon.com backslash Midwest Pod. You get all sorts of stuff out there. You get uh, early access to our tiny terrors, the side quests from the game nerds, the honor rolls, whatever we do in We're the We're broke from Christmas shopping. Help. <laughs> Please help us. <laughs> Please help us. <laughs> Maybe we'll give you some, some, some hot new content behind the paywall. Um, <laughs> you can listen to me shout to my wife. <laughs> yes. All right. So we are... We know that's the content you're looking for. Nikki, uh, our, our third illustrious co-host is here. Yes. Yes. Um, and we are going to do this gift exchange right now. Yes, we're doing oh it. My goodness. These both look like figures. I'm just going to put this out there. These both look like action figures. What? All right. You, yeah. I mean, you guys can't see it, but they... They're definitely toys. Kind of resemble action figures of some sort. My tag got ripped, Tim. Yeah, that was my the fault. poor little stocking. That was my fault. Um, you want to go first or you want me to go I'll first? I'll go first. All uh, right, you first. go first, Tim. Tim's opening right now. You can hear the paper ripping. This is a Toonie Terror. I see the top. Oh, Toonie okay. Terror is a, a NECA product, a NECA toys, and they make a line of horror figures. This is the figures. Ghostface one? Yeah, yeah, this is sweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I think you mentioned that you liked that one before. I so. do like this one a lot. Right, did this one just come out? It did. It's the. I think it's the most recent series. Awesome. Thank it, you. He's got a cool pose. Yeah, he's yeah. I like his. Or maybe, or maybe like, she has a cool pose. He's you like decide it. which ghost face it is. Yeah, it could be any one of them. This could yeah. be um, the lady from Roseanne. Who do you want your go? Who do you want that ghost oh, yeah. face to be? Mrs. Loomis. You want it to be Mrs. Loomis? Yes. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I very much just support anything Roseanne. Yeah. So. Debbie Salt. <laughs> Debbie Salt. Debbie oh, yeah. yeah. There's also on the back of the box, Tim. You can cut out a little diorama for your two. Yeah, I saw that. Oh. No. Yeah, I saw that. So I will definitely, excellent. I will definitely do that. So thank you guys. Yes. You're very where welcome. Where did you find? Where did you find that bad boy? Uh, that was at uh, Walmart, I believe. Walmart. Yes, or Target. Walmart. One of the Walmart. Walmart? Okay, yeah, Walmart. All right, I'm gonna open mine up. Oh no! <laughs> no. Oh my goodness! No. Did you Look see? at <laughs> this. That's terrifying. You got me. A Full Moon Toys Legends of Horror action figure of Radu <laughs> from Subspecies. Do you know how happy this makes me? <laughs> Look at him. See, no, I was very concerned oh. you guys were going to be in time travel. Willie's going to be in time travelers, basically, and Look see Radu hair. there. Because I thought there I saw a second Radu, so I assumed <laughs> they had multiple Radus. Well, should we tell the good folks what Time Travelers is? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Time Travelers is our local, oh, our LCS, God. our local comic book store. Get Radu. And... <laughs> It's been better. It's been a little bit cleaner lately. Uh, yeah, there's a new owner, and he's he has done a good job of mm-hmm. uh, yes. yeah of cleaning it up. Because it used to be you walk in there and you it was just stuff everywhere, on the floor. <laughs> they was, have toys though. From they have full moon toys. They have this old, toy has actual water damage. You can tell from <laughs> the back of the box. And you that, know that's legit. That there's been water damage. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of like the end of like Indiana Jones or something when you walk in there. It's just yes. stuff all over. So luckily for you, Tim, um, the last couple of times that Willie has been in Time Travelers, he has brought either Josie, yes. his daughter, for those who don't know, um, or myself, or both. So he hasn't had time to find, <laughs> I think, such masterpieces <laughs> as Radu. <laughs> I love Radu. He is. He comes with multiple hands, I believe, too. And oh, he comes with him. a little demon. I don't know. Yeah, it's here. a subspecies demon. Oh, oh that's what I'm thinking of. Not multiple hands, yeah. A subspecies minion. Yeah, he comes with he comes with the bloodstone as well, which is an important plot point in the films. What? 
film is this from? Uh, the subspecies. subspecies. There's like seven of them. Look at Radu from Subspecies. Yeah. How have I never seen Well, them? Nikki, when we bring back Fight the Franchise that you're on, we will be Absolutely. doing... Absolutely. <laughs> we'll watch the next, seven subspecies movies. Next Fight the Franchise Look at how long his fingers are. Subspecies. I'm totally in. <laughs> I do like... I'm looking at the back of the box right now, and this is pretty cool. This is, this, this is the full moon... Uh, Full Moon Toys, like they had their own toy line based on their movies, and uh, I like that the uh, series one of the Legends of Horror figures was Radu, yes, a true legend of horror, mm-hmm. and Shrieker from the movie Shrieker, <laughs> <laughs> also a legend of horror, and then the rest of them I think are just puppet master guys. Oh no, except for Castle Freak has a figure, yes, yeah, which is always a good choice. One of the trashiest films I've ever seen. Coming to you January or February with the franchise. <laughs> yeah, sub, subspecies. subspecies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> subspecies. Oh, I All right. Doubt. Well, this is wonderful. <laughs> Me too. This is going to get hung up. Phenomenal. <laughs> this is going to get hung up next to my uh, my action my wall of figures, which includes Perfect. a signed Kevin Smith zombie figure. What is that from? Uh, it's a clerk. Oh, it's the clerk zombie oh, Kevin yeah, yeah, Smith yeah. toy. Yep. Yeah. That's your toy. Yeah, I bought it for you yes. at Nikki at Time Travelers Secret has Stash. two copies of the Blunt Man and Chronic graphic novel up there oh. just so you know. <laughs> yes. Oh, amazing. Yeah. I've also got a Todd McFarlane I'll figure. I'll pick that up for your birthday. I'll get you that. Yeah. March. <laughs> I've got a Halloween Resurrection Michael Myers action figure. <laughs> A Jack Burton from Big Trouble in that little China action figure, and then Sam, Toonie Terrors. So this is this is going to go up right next to them. Radu, thank you, Tim. Yeah, That's excellent. For sure. I'm so happy. For sure. Thank oh. you, Nikki, for joining us yes, for that. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for the invite. Nick, and Nikki, happy we, holidays to all. <laughs> we got to have, we we have you back on to do your TV corner sometime soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> right now, we got to get you another bracket. <laughs> Um, right now, I am currently watching a film, uh, not a film, a TV series called yeah. Midnight Texas. Uh, okay. It is on Peacock. I'm watching it because we have Peacock at the moment. Yes. Um, it has vampires and witches and fallen angels. How old was demons. this? In the 90s or 2000? Um, t- I think it's 2017. Oh, this was recent then. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's got uh, Peter Mensah. Ah, okay. From Spartacus and um, Jason X, right? Yes. Which one is that? Uh, blue-eyed vampire guy. Oh, yeah. He's fantastic. Yeah. Um, it's got some other Brodsky. people. Brodsky. Um, that I'm a huge fan of from other things um, that I cannot remember at the moment. Um, <laughs> um, well, the there's a daughter from Parenthood. She's on it. Um. <laughs> Uh, she has no powers. Um, and then there's another blonde-haired chick that I like. I cannot remember. She's bitchy and some <laughs> other things. Um, but she's great. Um, but there's... It, it's like a super... Nestor, Nestor Carbonelli is on this. Um, Blue Eye, yeah. Yes. From Lost. There's only two seasons of it. I, think he's um, I usually don't try and start a TV series that only has two seasons, but... It kind of drew me in, so it is what it is. So, <laughs> um, so I'm watching it. I'm like third episode into season two. Um, the main guy is a medium. Um, he's a long line of mediums. Um, he's supposed to 
Save the Town of Midnight, Texas. Um, Man, is this Manfredo Bernardo? A yes. psychic who moves yeah, to midnight Manfred. trying to outrun trouble that is following him. Absolutely. Okay. Um, his grandma is a ghost um, who he speaks to. She's fantastic. Um, he speaks to many ghosts. Um, Some good names on this. Bobo Winthrop. Yeah, Bobo. Yep. Uh, Creek He's, Lavelle. Yep. <laughs> Reverend Emilio. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's great. It's fantastic. Um, there's uh, there the the veil is thin between Earth and Hell, as it tends to be sometimes. Absolutely, especially around yeah, like Halloween time. Abs- uh, but this is but yes. this is all year round in midnight. Oh, uh, okay, Texas. Um, okay, so things um things are drawn to midnight. Because of the thinning veil. Kind of like a, buff, like a Sunnydale situation Absolutely. where it's built on a hell mouth. This is just a thin part of the veil. Absolutely. Between. So, yeah. Um, I saw some sort of weird demon called, um, what was his name? What did I say his name was? No. <laughs> it was like Kelkuklon or something like. It sounded like a Pokemon. It, it, yeah, it was like, um, uh, but he was actually really kind of terrifying, and he looked like the devil. I was like, how can the devil look any worse than this guy, than this low-level demon, probably? Right. Um, but no, it was great. Um, from my understanding, there's only two seasons, but it does kind of have an ending, so I'm excited for that. Good. Um, if I'm going to invest... I want it to have uh, an ending. Like a satisfying so. ending. But yeah, no, if anybody um, has, is has, interested in kind of a short-winded, um, drama-filled um, supernatural show, Midnight Texas on Peacock. The last episode, by the way, is called Yas Queen. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> Nikki, have you ever watched the show um, Lucifer? On Netflix. I Which, believe it's on Netflix now. It was on Fox for a while. Lucifer. Have you oh, watched that? Oh, absolutely. Okay, you like Huge that? fan of Lucifer. I didn't know if you'd seen that or not. Okay. Fantastic. I was curious. It seemed like a, it seemed like a show you would enjoy, oh, so absolutely. I'm glad I was right. Yeah. It is definitely a Nikki show. Um, there are not the many couple- shows that aren't a Nikki show. <laughs> I'm pretty open to all genres and all yes. types of things. Yes. So, so if you do have um, any uh, recommendations for me, I am open to like supernatural, comedy, drama, uh, romance, everything under the sun. Please send in your uh, recommendations to yes. me. Yeah. And if you need those again, you could just uh, rewind a little bit. And I gave them all out. So. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. Well, I will um, uh, put the show back to the guys because I'm done talking now. Yas Queen. <laughs> yes, Queen. Yes, Queen. Thank you for joining us, Nikki. We we got to get in the time machine. Let's hop in, man. Um, oh, no. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> That's supposed to be by Jingle Bells, followed by... All right, we're in 1980. We are 1980. Uh, we are not, not born. born. Neither are you. <laughs> no, neither no. one of us are born. No. Um, we don't exist. I don't know what's really happening around this time. I think... Uh, I'm pretty sure, like... We're getting into the beginning of like '80s alternative. I think Prince is just coming up. Yeah, uh, lots of slasher films. Lots of yeah, slasher films are just kicking in. I think this just is a big year. Just kicking in. Yeah, because we um, 1978 was Halloween, and then of course it takes a year or two for um, like Hollywood to really pick up on things. And then. Yeah, right after Friday the Thirteenth blows the box office office to smithereens, 
post Halloween, then the ripoffs yeah. really start rolling in. So, because eighty one was like that crazy. It was like Prowler and the Burning yeah. and all these different. Yeah. Yes. So we are in nineteen eighty. Willie, I don't know about you, but one of the things I used to love to do mm. around Thanksgiving time, I believe, when sure. I visit my, I used to go visit my grandparents. They'd have the big J.C. Penny catalog, sure. or the Sears catalog, or a big catalog. And it, what they would do is they it was would, Toys R Us for me at that point. I think by the time I was old enough to understand, yeah. But we got to remember this is year. This is a let's just say a over a decade removed from from nineteen eighty. So right, yeah. So the what the you. You would do is you, um, someone would give you the big catalog and they'd be like, "Hey, circle what you want." And I mean, he would, every once in a while you get something from it, but it was mostly just so they could get ideas to maybe get you something down the road, or right. it was just to keep you distracted for a while. That could be it too. <laughs> yes. Just hey, sit here and go through this book. <laughs> get, go through this seven hundred page book of stuff. <laughs> and what would you do when you got this? You would do what I would do, which yeah. is just flip to the cool stuff. Oh yeah, because look. I'll be honest with you. Like, I didn't care about, I didn't care about like outdoor toys, um, all that much. I didn't care about like the bikes and stuff like that. Uh, I didn't care about um, the sports stuff. Uh, video games early on weren't really much of an option for me until I got the Genesis, which was uh, much later. I wanted the, the the action figures, right, and the the play sets and the, that kind of stuff. That that's what I always always sunk my teeth into as a kid, for sure. So what we have here is the 1980 J.C. Penney's catalog. Yes, uh, and we are going to go through it a little bit. I think you took a look at it. I'm yeah. kind of just looking at it a little bit right now. I, I got some gonna, favorites. I'll tell you. You got right some now. favorites. Yeah. yeah All right. Yeah. So did you mark the page or no? I will tell you. I'm on, I'm on the page now. Which page are you on? I'm on page 439. Perfect. That's what I bought too. So we looked at the same page. Now this is excellent because this seems to be the the horror page. Uh, it's the fiendish friends fiendish friends for hours of fun. And uh, you've got the Menacing Monsters series, which is the universal, uh, kind of the four quintessential universal horror guys, right? Yes. The Mummy, Frankenstein, Dracula, and the Wolfman. What I like about these is they're kind of a Mego style, which was a soft cloth clothing uh, action figure doll, kind of a doll, with plastic head and hands. But I really like the Wolfman here because he's wearing some sort of karate gi. <laughs> Um. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and it's like it's kind of like um, it's like tiger print. Yes, it's <laughs> really. Well. It's very um. Looks like it could be used for karate or maybe a little bit like a bathrobe, a disco dance, maybe. Yes. <laughs> um, but what I really like about these is that you can get. Uh, now I'm a sucker, I, and I was as a kid, and I, I'm a sucker now too. Now that I have a kid, I'm a sucker for. Dude, I'm I'm getting right back into it. I've always been a sucker, as much as I love action figures, and you got to have the action figures first, the base toy first, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a real sucker for play sets. Okay. Now, I, and I was as a kid, and I am now too. Not vehicles. Vehicles always are kind of like, they're cool, but like you're kind of limited. Like, what are they going to do with a car? They're going to drive, right? Right. And like, I don't want to run around with the car in my hand. Like, I, like same, but with like a play set. You could like create a story around that playset, right? That's what I liked. I wanted something that. That's why I always liked the Mighty Max toys a lot as a kid because like you could like really create a a story. Now these these Universal Monster that they're uh, uh, I don't think they're actual official Universal ones, but whatever. Um, these guys have some sort of playset called the Monster Energizing Machine, which looks yeah, like yeah. In the picture, it looks like Dracula is putting Frankenstein. Frankenstein, there. yeah, the Frankenstein monster in the 
energizing machine. Yeah. So you're right. This looks like it could be some sort of diabolical scheme by yeah. Dracula, and it looks like maybe close to the Chris Lee Dracula. <laughs> I don't even... <laughs> it kind of does. Yeah, that would be the closest, because that does not look like Bella. I'm into this. Yeah. Uh, this is pretty cool. And then, of course, right below them, we've got uh, we've got Godzilla figure. Oh, wait, which... real quick before we yeah, move yeah, on. Yeah. I want to read off these cap like, because right oh, next yes, to please. that, because <laughs> there are a couple that are terrible. So so it says Frankenstein, and it says, the first monster of them all. Debatable, I think. Um, but then it says, the mummy. Even a mother's love can't help him. What? <laughs> because I think because they're saying, like, mom, mummy, mommy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Dracula this is a good one, though. He's cape of anything. Ah, because he wears a cape. Yeah, good. And then Wolfman, he mooned about too much? He mooned about too Are much. Are they trying to make a play on moaned? Huh? <laughs> okay, I did not read those. That's not good. Sorry, I had to read those no, off because they okay. are so, so stupid. I do like that it says ages three to about 12. <laughs> like around there. <laughs> I don't know. Amazing. <laughs> anyway, we yeah, the Godzilla ones. Oh yeah, no, they've got they've got a Godzilla toy and a Rodan toy, which I like quite a bit. Who is um, Gregory the Vampire Bat? Who is Gregory the Vampire Bat? Because he's just kind of there. Push um, button in his back to activate the blood flowing mechanism on his chest, and he really seems to be drinking his victim's blood. I can tell you there was no Godzilla villain called Gregory the Bat. <laughs> um and I, I I don't know, Tim. I'm lost on him. But this is fun. This is like the monsters page, and I like that stuff. Um, the, there's a sucker man, the clinging creature down at the bottom, and those things used to get so gross. So gross. They're like those, those yeah, that sticky, toy, Those toys were ruined within a week. Flexible things, yeah. and what would happen is like they'd fall on the carpet, and they get would hair just get- hair on them and shit. <laughs> yeah. Hair, dog hair. All <laughs> just nasty chip crumbs and I stuff. I used to have, yeah, the big, the big uh, hands. Oh, God. They, within an hour, they were- <laughs> useless um i would like to uh, bring you over if, if you're cool yeah. with it to page 442 okay so now, we skip it we're skipping the star wars stuff, i was gonna yeah. skip the star wars star wars is star wars look i was into star wars you were probably into star wars my uncle had that big uh and he ended up just the jawa selling, thing the the expensive the big thing that carried all of the figures um mm. like i think my dad got it for him and he ended up just like selling it at a garage that was worth a ton of money oh man moron now i want to skip to 442 this is more interesting to me now the star trek if, stuff. if you were to ask me if there was one toy in this catalog I would buy for you, Tim. Yeah. Uh, if we were doing a gift exchange in 1980, yeah. I would buy you the Star Trek USS Enterprise Bridge. Okay. Because, like I said, I'm a sucker for play sets. And you could, you know, how much fun could you have the, with the bridge? I could put all sorts of different characters out there. I, I could put like, I could put Star Wars characters. I could put Frankenstein and you the, could go crazy, dude. Yeah, I could put, yeah. uh, I could put my Ghostbusters, even though they're not around yet. You could do crossovers, <laughs> but I'm time traveling, so I can put anything I want. You there. could do crossovers and all sorts of cool stuff. Right. I think it's neat. Um, so I just wanted to make sure I, I, I that I called those out. Because they have the uh, motion picture outfits, though. <laughs> Yeah, which that's I'm not, not crazy. That's about. Not great. Although, um, although they're kind of lounging. I wish that uh, my boy McCoy had the beard he had in the motion picture because he comes out and he looks like he's been at like Studio 54 for like months on end. He's been just, disco dancing with just, the Wolfman. Yeah, it's just in a bin, just on a coke. Yeah, binge. yeah. <laughs> he's been mooning in with karate gear. Yeah, mooning. <laughs> yeah, they've been mooning together. My word. Um. Uh. I was going to mention, uh, page 444, just a couple going, pages right. forward here. I'm on my way. Um, you know I love me some superhero toys. Oof, Buck Rogers. Uh, loved them. Oh, the oh. Buck Rogers stuff is very cool. The Flash yeah. Gordon stuff's cool, too. 
But oh, we got to talk about this back cave. <laughs> okay, that's what I was going to jump to. That back cave rules. <laughs> Wait, um, it's just a, it's just a, it's just leftover brown plastic. <laughs> it is so low effort. Do you know how cheap it was for the, like? It's it's it is melted brown plastic. Yes. But they looks like with they some had stickers head over from sort of like old cave, like just like a, like a caveman. It was a hundred percent some sort of old toy that they repurposed into a Batcave, and I love it so much for that. We also have a Bat machine and a Spider machine, yeah, down there, which are t- they look to be two vehicles. They almost look like kind of like Zambonis <laughs> that Batman and Spider Man are driving around in with their so logos. sweet. It's so sweet. Um, now. Uh, if you flip over to the following page, uh, 445, there's more superhero stuff. But I want to point something out to you, a couple things out to you Ooh, that I, okay. I feel are very important. Sandwiched in between Marvel characters, cause I'm ta- and, and DC for that matter, there's a Batman on here, is a ran- are random Chips figures. <laughs> chips. For those who don't know, Chips was an old police show with Eric Estrada and another guy that I don't remember. Ponch and John were their names. And they were, um, they were cops, right? Was that their deal? Yeah, they were cops. They're yeah. like bike cops. I thought. I think. Yeah, but apparently they have a helicopter in the in the toys here. Yeah, the helicopter though has a so it's a helicopter and it has a a a picture of Eric Estrada on the side of it. A promotional still, <laughs> <laughs> so that you know I when you're being chased was, by the police. In their I believe helicopter. he was punched. So, <laughs> so Punch has painted himself, or not even painted himself. You're right. He's taken, he's made like a fat head of himself yeah. and stuck he it stuck on the it, side. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. He threw some command strips on there. Amazing. Just incredible. What do you think of these Hulk instant muscles? Here's what I wanted to yeah. talk about. I wanted to make sure we had to mention ships, but these muscles, as far as I can tell, are inflatable. They they're, they're, use a hand pump that you can hide in your sleeve. And that is a big hand pump. It's yeah. insane. Um, and you can inflate these muscles, and this young man is tearing his shirt apart, which I'm sure his mother will be thrilled with. <laughs> um, I don't think, yeah, muscles deflated under a large shirt not included. So these things weren't going to rip through your shirt. Um, let's just be honest here. You had to cut a slit in that no, shirt. No, they were just going to keep, rip. yeah, they were just going to so, keep expanding um, until they cut it. At yeah. best, you've got a slightly disappointed child that the shirt didn't rip. At worst, you've got a kid that's cutting holes in his shirt so he can make the Hulk muscles rip through and getting grounded for it. Um, I wanted to move on. There's one more thing I really I have to talk about, and this is my favorite. It's page 446. And if you go to a toy store now, and I've been to... Or, no, there's not really toy stores, but if you go to a toy aisle now, uh, you'll see there's a lot of... Um, there are a lot of those play sets like I liked as a kid that are available, that are like non-brand, right? So they're not Marvel, they're not DC, they're not a wrestling thing, they're not a, they're, they're, they're not any sort of licensed product. It's not an IP. It's just generic soldier base. And uh, they're super cool looking and significantly cheaper than the stuff that has a name slapped on it. Yeah. Um, and I don't think this stuff existed when I was a kid, which is too bad. But I want you to take a look at Galactic Attack Dome. Yes. Because it's sweet. Uh, so uh, you, um, I'm going to read the description here. Real please quick do. Space structure, figures, and equipment to defend our planet against evil aliens yeah. comes with a transparent dome, dome with multi-level circular floors, radar-controlled dome with parabolic antenna that can be revolved, explorer vehicle, non-firing missile launchers, launching pad, 40 space figures, and more. Over 65 pieces at all. Sounds dangerous uh, for a child. Um, no look, uh, no tools required. So you've got to assemble this bad boy, though, too. This thing looks raw, though. Like <laughs> this is this is where it's at, dude. 
And then, like, we just keep on rolling. Like, you look down right below that. Did you see the Navarone playset? Yeah, it's... It's incredible. Navarone. Sorry, it's Mighty Cliffs and Famous Guns. <laughs> Five-level fortification within the cliffs can be played in from the back. Yes. There are many ledges of the cliff face. I mean, this is amazing. This is so cool. I, you know, there's an Aaron Sea battle set. Frontier Town, Legends oh, of the West. A Legends of Santa Fe Trail. This is my jam. This is this page is for me because what I would do is this stuff would always be cheaper than like buying like the Batman playset, which let's be honest wasn't very good anyway. Yeah. So I'd want one of these, and then I'd buy the Batman toys. So you could put and Batman I'd make in them the old play. West or the Galactic. I do Batman in the Galactic Dome. Because the playset's way cooler than the Batman one. I just pretend it was the Batcave. Like, yeah, this is the Batcave now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So th- this page, this page, it, this is what gets me excited. Yeah, I want to time travel back. So, yeah, man, that's that's my jam right I'm there. I'm on the next page real quick, and then we'll just rifle through. I've yeah. got Jumpin' Jimmy here. Jumpin' okay. Jimmy, what they've done is they have taken what looks mm. to be some sort of... Um, um, inflatable rat, like a. Uh, I think it's just like a like a donut, like a pool yeah, donut. Yeah, like a pool donut. Yeah. And they have put like a. They've just strapped some sort of other piece of rubber. I think it's just rubber, right? So a kid uh, jumping Jimmy here, he can just jump up and down. He's got some sweet bell bottoms, though. So I'll give him that, too. Yeah. So this is great outdoors, too. So that's where the exercise equipment is. It looks like. I always wanted a punching bag. So we were in our video games. These are the handheld Mattel electronic games. Ah, uh, yes. Which is football, baseball, basketball. And these. I think I had a couple of these, like as a kid, because I think my dad had some. Yeah, and my dad claims, those were around. Yeah. yeah, my dad claims he was really good at the basketball one, and but all this was like you just kind of like hit a couple buttons and lights popped up for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> these, and then I guess it would go goal or score. I'm not convinced you could be good or bad at these. <laughs> like I think you just kind of. Uh, yeah, Entex, I don't know what that is. So a lot of like those weird like handheld games at this time yeah. in the 1980s for some of you gamers out there. We also Pre, have... like Tiger Electronics where it was a little bit more advanced. Yes. Because Tiger Electronics was like... It was like Game Boy before Game Boy. Does that make sense, right. I guess? Yeah, yeah. And then we have a page that where a lot of these, these handheld games kind of look like sex toys, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. a lot of them look like devices that <laughs> you should, would use to we should please... Pl- we should play a game someday. Yeah. Is this a an early an early handheld game or, or a sex, sex toy? toy? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, a lot of them do look like some sort of apparatus you would use to please yourself or a lover. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I can't tell. Good. I'm glad we're dragging this into the gutter quickly because well, that's where it will be going. Just a few. I'm just looking. We're just gearing up for the main event. That's and a couple all. more things. Light bright. Were you a big light bright guy? No. <laughs> I think I. Everybody I knew had yeah, a light bright. I had a light nobody bright. Nobody played with them. Yeah. I I would put it in. It was kind of fun for a little bit. And then, yeah. So I mean, I think it's a cool idea. Um, but I don't think. I swear, like, oh, here's all of my cousins had light brights, and none of them actually played with the light bright. The electric football. I used to have this, mm. and it for the life of me. I mean, this is what another one. Like, I don't even know how you win. Just because <laughs> you would just kind of, bu- you would turn it on and make a really. It sounds like a bud zapper because it was electricity and just go and like your guys would just like move around. They'd fall down all the time. You had football teams, oh basically. They're big plastic football teams, and you just kind of I run with this. it. Yeah, wow. yeah. I don't know. 
If you, it's like right oh yeah no yeah. I know okay okay I do that. yeah yeah what what did it do what was the purpose what was the they would just kind of run around for a while yeah. yeah but like there was no real strategy with it from what I recall I'm right. gonna I hopefully there's some like expert out there on on these games these electric yeah. football games who has like mastered the strategy of electric football somebody's so angry at you right now yeah <laughs> I hope they're out there no so, strategy oh we got some RC cars here too so very cool very cool alright so let's put this 1988 Christmas yes. catalog away I think we've I think we've done a good job it was gym. fun yeah always fun to look back yes so we're gonna talk about a movie oh uh, yeah yep we are. I'm, I'm trying we are going to talk about a movie this is uh, <laughs> a movie that goes by two names yes it's it's too good to just stick with the one name it needs two and I, I, I'm not going to lie to you I had to pause for a second and make sure I had started the right movie I thought perhaps I had like scrolled over onto something else uh, maybe that was adjacent um, but uh, we're talking about Christmas Evil or right? or if you look at the actual opening titles it's uh, you better watch out the story that the director gave is like they changed the name without his knowledge before like he this had to be late in the game yeah he filmed it and shot it and cut it as better watch out yep. and then all of a sudden they just called it Christmas Evil like before but they released it. The opening it. credits are you better watch out. Yes, it still yeah. says you better watch out. Yeah. <laughs> so either way, I mean um I I like both titles actually. So They're both very good. Yes. Yes. So this is I took this uh who who we got Lewis Jackson as director starring Brendan Maggart, Jeffrey DeMunn and Diane Hall. The plot and I'm reading this plot oh boy from somebody on IMDb, who seems to be a big fan, because here's how they started off. Uh, this was released in November of 1980 in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It had a very limited theatrical run. Uh. But he says, widely recognized as the best of the Christmas horror efforts. <laughs> Pump the brakes. Is it? Person. Um, Christmas Evil is the story of a boy who loves Christmas. He is scarred as a boy when he learns that Santa is not real. Throughout the rest There's of his life... There's more to it than that, to be fair. <laughs> the toy maker tries to make it... He comes expressed with... Ex- obsessed with the behavior of children and the quality of wait a minute wait a minute i'm reading so okay (laughs) big mistake maybe i'll go back and edit this or maybe i won't i think i just took the plot of (laughs) silent night the toy baker no that's what you know because here's <laughs> that's that's the plot of the movie. Yeah, but he doesn't make toys in this, does he? Yeah, he does. He works at a toy factory. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I'm thinking like he. Yeah, okay. Uh, right. They might be the same movie. I don't know. I can't confirm. I have, the toy makers one with Mickey Rooney. Yeah, yeah. They, and I've not seen that. So yeah. yeah. No. Anyway, this is the movie. He he. Yeah, he works at a toy factory. I swear, I watched this movie in three sittings. Everybody, just so you know. <laughs> oh, we'll get into it. I've seen this movie multiple times. Too. Have you? Yeah, so I. This is the first time I've seen this movie. I watched it a long time ago, then I watched it. Joe Bob did a special on it, and I. Okay. When I say watch it, I think I fell asleep. I was like in and out of it, and then I woke yeah. up for the end. And then this time I watched it. I watched it in three segments. Okay. Because that's, I mean, that's the best way to go about Why this. Why not? <laughs> yeah, Tim, um, can I say something? Say whatever you want about this bad boy. Uh, I. I before we started recording, I said I was going to ask you a question. I was very curious to hear your response. So I'm going to ask that question. Yeah. Is this the worst movie we've talked about on the podcast? No, because I like the last 30 minutes of it. And I think there is some... No, we have talked about... I need you to name a worse movie that we've talked about on the podcast. We have talked about... Haven't we talked about all of the Critters movies? We have talked about... They're all better than this movie. No, we have talked about Halloween Resurrection. It's we better have, than this movie. No, uh, we have talked about... <laughs> 
we talked about Santa's sleigh. It's better than this movie. Um, okay, so we are we are a little bit different on this one because okay. I I don't hate this movie. Okay. I think it's it's got that sheen of eighties sleaze that I kind of okay. take. But I will grant you, the middle is horrific. The middle is so long. This is terrible, Tim. The only thing I like about this movie, it's, and, it, and, and, I, and I'm maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm being too harsh. I don't know. The only thing I like about this movie is the last like three minutes. It's hilarious. <laughs> and it's so dumb. It's kind of like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to give an example. Uh, Sleepaway Camp. I'm not going to say anything about the end for those that have not seen it. You should see it. Uh, listen to our commentary with a uh, friend of the show, Gojo. During his his uh, virgin voyage on yes. on Sleepaway Camp, um, but Sleepaway Camp is a ton of fun all throughout because it's so sleazy and so kind of corny and shittily acted and goofy and insane. But the ending is what makes Sleepaway Camp a classic, really. Like that's what's that's what elevates it beyond just being kind of a, a typical sleazy summer camp movie. This movie sucks all the way through, <laughs> but the ending is almost sleepaway camp levels of like, what the, f- what am I, what's happening right now? Um, and I just wish the rest of the movie living up to, leading up to it would have kept my interest uh, more than it did. I was just so bored, Tim. There's just it's so a, much. You, it's yeah. a very dull movie. Yeah, it is very, uh, it is very early '80s slasher based. I wanted more slashing. I guess is my thing. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of ways you can go with with an 80s slasher, in terms of like how trashy you can get. This movie was trashy, but it wasn't. It wasn't like Prowler or The Burning trashy, and I needed that. I think from it, yeah. it didn't reach those levels of sleaze for me. Um, I didn't feel like I needed to take a shower afterwards. I mean, it was gross, like it was grody, and it felt kind of grungy, like like it was made on like clearly like a very low budget, right? And I liked all that. And that's all fine and good, but it wasn't able to be as trashy as I wanted it to consistently throughout. And then like, I don't know. It just, I just it just bored me. I, yeah. it just bored me. I there's so much you can do, so much fun stuff you can do with. The Christmas setting, I think, and with like turning a Christmas setting into like a horror kind of turning it on its head a little bit. We've, I think, Santa's sleigh is kind of fun. I think it's terrible, but it's kind of fun in that way. Like it it takes Christmassy stuff and turns it into, you know, uh, silly. Like his reindeer is like a, I don't like a mastodon or some ridiculous (laughs) shit in that movie. Like he, they do fun stuff with the Christmas stuff, and this they really just don't. Like he's just kind of like a a weirdo. Yeah, until the end when they do a couple of kills with like the The very end. Yeah, it's yeah. Like I said, and when the slashing starts is when it picks up for me. The middle though, it's 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 dire. (laughs) And I don't disagree that the the, when the slashing happens, I'm cool with it. I guess I'm just so I'm so tuned out at that point for me. That I just I yeah. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna. You ready to refresh your memory? All right, all right. Yeah. So what we're gonna do? Because as you could tell, I remember everything about this movie. So yes. what I've just done is I've copy and pasted the Wikipedia page, <laughs> and I've not rewritten it anyway. So we're gonna. I'm just gonna stop after yeah. each paragraph and see if we want to say something. In suburban New Jersey on Christmas Eve, 1947, we're definitely going to stop here. A young boy named Harry Stadling sees his mother being sexually groped by yeah. his father, who is dressed up as Santa Claus. Uh, okay. Uh, heartbroken, the child rushes up to the attic and cuts his hand with a shard of glass from a shattered snow globe. So that's the beginning of the movie. Okay, we got to stop here. Two things we got to talk about here. Yes. <laughs> this is 1947. Um, yes. I'm going to... 
so I guess she is groped here. But he's what go- is going on? He's so he's dressed as Santa Claus is what's happening. He's in here. full costume, yes. And he's going he's going down on her. He's okay, performing so that was, oral okay. sex on. Now it's now it's it's obviously poorly simulated oral sex because she he's clearly nowhere near. He's just uh, kind of her her lady bits. Yes, um, he's just kind of got his head near, kind of close to it, right? right. But that's what they're supposed to be doing here, right? Like it's that's very what heavily supposed implied. To imp- okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I wish I would. There's a commentary with the director and John Waters, uh, which we'll get into later. Oh my god! <laughs> where I wish that would be really fun. Yeah, where I wish it was explained. So I have some questions. So well, he is going down on. Him. There's no question. Yeah, this is 1947, right? So yeah. I would assume. I'm trying to. Do you think, man, uh, like man to woman oral sex was very common in 1947? Yeah, yeah. It was. You do think so? I think it's been around forever, dude. I'm not, I know, I'm not saying it's I not think been it was around. Just kind of secret. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah. it's not been around. I guess we're yeah we're in the midst. Yeah, we're coming. Out. We're probably being a little uh, World War II. Uh, it was around, but I don't. I I'll be because I, like I don't think there were a lot of people standing around in the bedroom in full Santa regalia doing it. Like, like I, my guess <laughs> this is, is the it, second thing we have to talk about. Yeah, it would be like like when it was done in 1947. I could be totally. I didn't. I, well, I mean, like if you're talking, asking old, I don't know. Um, if you're talking percentage wise, like I mean, I'm sure it's probably lower than it is today. For sure. But the thing is, yeah, well, you're right. I mean, there, people are doing. <laughs> all sorts of madness today, so good for them. But like, well, we get a yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Now we get a Christmas Evil remake with all that stuff. Yeah. It? Oh yeah. There, oh yeah. There'd be there'd be some booty munching in, in Christmas Evil too. Um, but <laughs> um, Jesus. Um, <laughs> oh, this is going up on edit. We've got the explicit tag. This is yeah. Don't fine. listen with your kids. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. This is Christmas. Um, yeah. Yeah. Enjoy Steve on the in the. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Um, so, but even like, but no, even so yes, one percent of all Americans were doing that in 1947. Yes. Like, this is the one percent. But Tim, I think even with that low percentage, whether it was one or two or whatever the percentage was, I think it was probably still like behind closed doors. And I would guess it was like a like a, you put the covers over so they can't right, see you doing it. Right. Like it's just like a like it's a hidden. <laughs> For sure, the second they would be g- kept weirdly discreet. I think. Yeah, like he's not going out and talking about this no, like, to the I mean, guys. Like, but they're in the living room at the plant. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he is pretty brazen about it here. Yeah. I'll but ask my grandpa they're kind next of time a- I see him. I'll ask my grandpa. <laughs> so what's the deal? Just show him the beginning of this movie. Is this <laughs> realistic? Well, then the second thing we got to talk about is the. Um, <laughs> so Santa not going to do that. Santa fetishes are like a real thing, and we do not kink shame on this podcast. No, we, whatever no. Well, you want to yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, yeah. No, well, we don't. so there's uh, certain barriers, but 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 we in general we're not going to keep. We're shit. not, yeah. But we do need to talk about Santa fetishes because it is it, it's a thing. It's kind of a funnier yeah. fetish too. Lauren to Graham's me. character in Bad Santa is <laughs> my was my introduction to the idea that a Santa fetish could be a thing. I think it's pretty harmless on the. You're right because I, I don't think it's hurting anybody. But yeah. then I was reading this article. I don't know if it was a Vice article, and they talked they talked to like department store Santas and like in like so, certain places, and they're talking about how people came up to him and said like just filthy raunchy stuff to them like while they're at the department store i'm like hey, wait a minute isn't that sexual harassment on the work <laughs> the job? got a story for you oh perfect that i was told tonight then like a, an hour before you came over to record this <laughs> somebody i know um was asked to be a the city santa this year <laughs> Did the fat suit, the beard, the whole thing, and, and sit with the you know kids come up and ask in know, the city pictures. we live in. No, okay. Um, I'll fill you in later. I'm just gonna keep it. I don't think it really matters, but that's fine. No, you don't have to tell me on air. I was just I was trying to get. But a somebody hint. I know was asked to be a Santa for a for a city like a legit Santa like 
it was an event where the kids would come and, and, and stuff, and he was very glad to do it, and he said it was one of the coolest, most fun things he's ever done. He had a great time. He thought it was awesome. Um, but he go he said to me, he goes, uh, this is somebody I, I talked to tonight, Tim, on via video chat. Oh, okay. Yes. Really? Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay, just making sure. And um, he said, he, he lived this, I swear to God, he said this, he goes, I had like a lot of women like creep on me while I was in Santa costume. Really? Yes. Like he, and See, and we this person get, yeah. referred to him as, uh, 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 people he was kind of creeped out by like 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 people that he just he was unnerved by the people that were right yeah and they were being very forward about it so and he said it was three or four separate did he did he have anything that they said uh he did say um one of them came up to him and said we've already crossed the one of them came up and goes are you a bad santa okay so it was kind of like it was wasn't you know like, it was ooh, you want to you want to come down my chimney? Yeah, it wasn't yeah. anything quite that level. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, so it wasn't just like forward, like hey. But it was. It do was, you want to reenact the beginning of yeah, Christmas yeah. Evil with me? <laughs> no, yeah, it wasn't. You ever seen Christmas Evil? <laughs> you want to do no? Uh, but he said they were there were there were a handful that were very for uh, you know clearly being. I'm sure. I did not over, realize like over the flirt over flirting. So like they yeah. have to like when you go to your yeah department store Santa training like they have to like alert give you, you a heads up like a heads up that like hey people there are people that have Santa fetishes and they're go- they very well may come on to they're you. probably gonna try and yeah and like and try. <laughs> we can get into uh, because they're like there's a, probably some Santas that take advantage of this too. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just right. saying. There are there are are folks out there of all walks of life uh, that that uh, certainly aren't going to I just never, say no to right. I just never thought of this before. Like it, it blew my mind. When, like I saw, it and then I was like, yeah, yeah. you know what? So I mean, I guess I knew it was a thing, but I hadn't really thought about the fact that this was like a thing thing. Until yeah, and I haven't. What I guess what I mean is I haven't thought about like the repercussions, the repercussions, of, or like the person like dressed as Santa. Because what I even what I see in department stores, and I'm just like, it's Santa Claus. Look at that guy. It's it's the Coca Cola. He Santa looks like Claus. Santa. Yeah. <laughs> I never think. I never think there is nothing sexual to be about the department store Santa but no I chit chatted with a Santa this year it was wonderful it was very what'd you, nice what'd you say uh, <laughs> you a bad Santa no um, we got pictures uh, oh. with Josie with Santa and stuff. No. he was very nice he was very cool the guy was great yeah yeah. well just well he was probably happy not to be not to be uh, uh, someone talk about he just got off his lunch break someone talk about being on the <laughs> naughty out to his list. car yeah. Uh, 30 years later, an adult Harry works in a low-level position at the Jolly Dreams Toy Factory. Where that co- only make two toys. Uh, <laughs> very, one is red and one is blue. <laughs> as far as I can tell, they're like... Very similar to Silver Shabrock. Yes. Yeah, and the, and the, they only make certain masks. Uh, they consider him a schmuck and make fun of him at home. He has taken it upon himself to become the next true Santa. He sleeps in costume and his apartment is resplendent with Christmas decor. Mm, Great, good is. job, Wikipedia. Uh, this uh, He spies on neighborhood children to see if they're good or bad and keeps detailed records of their behavior. So Moss Garcia is the bad one. So I'm going to give you... Yeah, because he looks at Penthouse. He doesn't look uh, at Playboy, he looks at Penthouse. What I did here was I paused every single page 
on his naughty on his naughty list because he yeah. keeps track of what these kids do. He does. So what I'm going to do is first I'm going to give Moss Garcia because he's we're going to throw him out. He's the worst one because he throws rocks at dogs. Yeah, that's, that's like nice. a thing. That's awful. Yeah. He jaywalks. He wrote graffiti. He smokes cigarettes. He litters the street. He crosses against the light. Kid is like four years old. He uses profane language. He picks his nose. He pulled Sally's hair. He uses profane language. He puts that in there twice. It's very strange. Oh he my! Really gets up late every day. Kits over garbage cans. Has impure thoughts. I don't even know. How, well, I guess because he's he's um looking at the nudie mag. Yeah. A negative body hygiene. So Moss is the worst one, but it's because of the throws rocks at dogs. The rest is forgiven. Yeah. No. So. Yeah. He sucks. Yeah. So I'm gonna I give never you, throw a rock at a dog. I'm gonna give you the other three here, and I'm gonna ask you which one you think is the naughtiest okay. kid. Uh, first up, we have Marty Feinstein. Mm. He is insulting. She is insulting to her friends. Has a mean streak. She cheats. She steals cookies from the cookie jar. She also has bad body hygiene. She never helps with the chores. She ran away from home. She smoked cigarettes in the alley. Tells fibs and is a braggart. So that's Marty Feinstein. We also have Jody Finch, who is a terrible braggart. He has to be first in everything. He's pushy and inconsiderate. He exaggerates freely, which is kind of similar to just being a terrible braggart. Mm -hmm. He goes to bed late. He lies to parents. He talks back. He's conceited. And he teases his little brother. And then finally, that was Jody Finch. Then finally, we have Ronnie Black. He vandalized the high school. He knocked over the garbage. He stole a. It's another second person that's done that. Mm-hmm. He stole a baseball. He never cares about his appearance. Well, that's his deal. He has bad breath. He spits in the street. He lies and exaggerates, and he shoots spitball. Spitballs. Who's the naughtiest of these? Probably three? Marty. Yeah, I, I kind of feel bad for Marty though because she did run away from home, so you could tell like she there might be something going on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I think she's probably the most the one who needs like uh, like a conversation the most. Right. I mean, yeah. she is smoking cigarettes at a young age. Probably. Yeah, it's pretty young, and like. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. She's so insulting the, her the friends. The second kid, I mean, it just seems mostly obnoxious boy crap that he's doing. Right. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Marty on this one. They all need to meet a good, a good talking to. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I, I mean, there's no bad kids, just bad Santas. <laughs> Are you a bad Santa? Jesus. Harry's coworker Frank asked Harry to cover his shift on the assembly line in order to be with his family. However, on his way home from work, Harry sees Frank's drinking with friends at a local bar. Distressed by the man's duplicity, Harry breaks one of his dollhouse figures while humming Christmas tunes. The following day, he cancels Thanksgiving dinner with his younger brother, Phil, and his family, Phil, has been constantly angered by his brother's odd behavior, while Phil's wife, Jackie, is more sympathetic. All right. it. This goes on forever, Tim. <laughs> Yeah, we're just going through the Wikipedia plot. It side. goes on forever. I mean, yeah, like, we're like 40 minutes of the movie, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like we spend so much time with this guy sitting around in his apartment surrounded by Christmas shit, singing Christmas songs and being creepy. Like, like I, I'm, I'm fine with that, um, but I wish something would happen in between bouts of watching him hump Christmas songs and be creepy. <laughs> Yeah, not That's all. I mean, yeah, not a lot has happened. I think this is a good place for... I'm going to give you some trivia on some of the actors. Okay. Here. Brendan Maggart, who plays... Uh, Harry? Uh, Harry, yeah. Do you know, he's the father. He. This is, the, I think, the last movie he did... Oh, no, he did a movie called Brothers in 1984. He is the father of Fiona Apple, the singer. What? <laughs> I'm feeling like a criminal. That's crazy. Yeah, he's the dad of Fiona Apple. He is not... He's not. He's only done a couple movies. He was born in 1933, but yeah. 
his father. That's so weird. Uh, we mentioned Jeffrey DeMunn earlier, yeah. who, of course, has been in a ton of Frank Darabont movies. Yeah. yeah, he was in The Blob, too. Um, of course. X-Files, all sorts of stuff. He was in The Walking Dead, I think. Yeah, first yep. couple seasons, I think. couple seasons of that. So mm-hmm. uh, Jeffrey DeMunn went on to a career. Diane Hull, who plays um, the woman. <laughs> um, this, yeah. Yeah, the sister, right? Yeah. Yep, she um she teaches method acting in L.A. right now. She's like the foremost. She did like the Wonder Years, some TV afterwards. Apparently, Patricia Richardson from Home Improvement is in this movie. She's mm-hmm. the ma the mom of Moss in this movie. That's her. That is her. Oh, it slaps him in the face. Yes, the mother from Home Improvement. That's her. That is her. <laughs> it's wow. her first role, I think. Interesting. I didn't even recognize her. And Lewis Jackson. So this is the last movie Lewis Jackson made. He only made three movies feature films he conceived of this idea for christmas evil he got really stoned one night this is a true story really stoned one night in the 70s and he saw a vision of santa claus holding a knife so he spent like the next 10 years trying to make this movie and he started collecting christmas decorations all around and he (laughs) he storyboarded storyboarded this entire movie and this is this is what came out from all of that amazing (laughs) amazing um at the company Christmas party, the owner of Jolly Dreams, Mr. Wiseman, announces that the company will donate toys to the children of the local hospital. Provided production increases sufficiently and the employees contribute with their own money, Mr. Fletcher, one of the company's high-ranking executives, introduces Harry to a new training executive, George Grosh, who devised the donation scheme. Harry is angry at both for not caring about the children. That night, he fills bags with toys he stole from the factory and other bags with dirt. Yes. Uh, another stop in paragraphs. Anything to say about this section of the movie? Well, <laughs> no. No, I mean, this is this is the is this the part with the polka scene I texted you about? Like, there's yeah, like a I five so. minute yeah. polka scene. It goes on, man. Like, I'm used to um, I'm used to padding and filler right. in uh, this type of movie from this era, but like most of this movie for me is. F- it's padding. It's stuff happening. Um, he still hasn't killed anybody, Tim. We are like an hour into the film at this point. I think we're around 50 minutes. Um, yeah. John Waters, the director, of course, of um, Hairspray, Pink Flamingos, yes. um, all sorts of great movies. John Waters loves this movie. It's like his favorite, one of his favorite movies. He shows it, or he used to, he shows it at his annual Christmas, first of all. John Waters has an annual Christmas party that I've not been invited to. I'm very upset about this, but he shows. I would go. <laughs> shows this. You'd movies. go, right? Abs. Like 100%. no, I would be so intimidated. Like it would be. I'd go. I, I'd have to. I couldn't say no. But I'd, <laughs> I'd be. In, I'd be. I'd be. I'd be intimidated as hell. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lewis Jackson. He like nobody watched this movie after it came out. Like it just kind of went around, and he got exhausted with it, and then. Waters wrote a book called Crackpot where he praised this movie, said, talk about how much you love it. And Lewis Jackson went like that lifted my spirits. I felt that's awesome. That's so, cool. so just so, like, it's okay to be negative about stuff, but be positive as well. And who knows, maybe someone will see your positivity and it will lift their that's spirit. Awesome. That makes um, me happy. Waters, he sees this as um, Harry. He uh, desire. He wants to get. He sees it as like his internal desire to get a sex change operation, but instead he needs to pass a Santa. <laughs> Hey, John's got his own reading out ahead. I don't know, man. But I'm just telling you. Oh, so, I okay. guess I guess like there's an identity thing here, but yeah, I think he sure. just kind of, I think he just kind of wants to be Santa. I think he just wants to be Santa too. But I mean, hey, I'm I, whatever. You know, I, I'm. Hey, 
It's John. That's how John took it. Take whatever reading you want. I'm cool with it. Honest to God. Uh, on Christmas Eve, while gluing a Santa beard to his face, he enters a state that has him convinced that he is truly Santa Claus, gar- garbed in his Santa suit. Yeah, here's where I think it starts to get good for me. Harry starts doing his rounds in the van. He is decorated with a sleigh picture, and that he believes to have been trained by Santa Claus's reindeer. He first sneaks into his brother's home and delivers toys for his nephews, then leaves a bag full of dirt on the doorstep of a bad boy, Moss Garcia. I'm a bad, bad boy. Amazing. Uh, later, Harry drops toys off at the hospital where he's greeted cheerfully by the staff. Okay, so he's beginning to lose it here at least. So yeah, for sure. He's we're starting killed. to see the, yeah, we're starting to see the, um, the unraveling of his psyche for sure. Like, not that we, we, we knew right out of the gate he was, he was nutty. There was no question there. Um, and I'm not trying to make light of, of mental illness when I say nutty, but that's just, we knew there was something going on with him. But uh, now he's really unraveling. We're we're getting near the point of no return here with 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 old Harry. Have you ever pulled any Christmas pranks, Willie? No, I never <laughs> thought of Christmas as a prank type no. thing. I, I guess I, I um. You ever you ever think about giving anybody a lump of coal? No, no. Um, I've probably deserved a lump of coal here or there. <laughs> um, I've no, probably, I think in the grand scheme of things, you're all right. I'm all right. I don't know. I I've probably I I don't. Know. I've never thought about. I I I don't think about. Um, I'm not a big prankster. No, I. Can I be honest with you? I hate pranks. I kind of think they're annoying. <laughs> like, I don't find them that funny. Yeah. Um, there's been once or twice in my life where I've been pranked where I'm like, okay, that's pretty good. Right. But like, it's like rare. Most of the time, I'm just like, Ugh, you put time and effort into that shit. One time when I was a kid, my uncle, where he was like, um. He was watching us. Like my parents were out of town. My uncle stayed to watch me, and I had a friend over. And he spent the night, and we were uh, trying to prank. We we're trying to do the old uh, hand in the warm water trick while he was asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The issue is we giggled like morons the entire time, and woke like he was awake. He's like, "If you're gonna do this, just do it now, so I can like, get so, just so I can get and go." Because we we're trying to make him pee his pants. Yeah, uh, you're trying to make your uncle pee. Yeah, I made, put the hand in the water. Is this your uncle? I've met your uncle before, right? No, different uncle. Okay, different uncle. Yeah, yeah younger uncle. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um. Yeah, I painted my friend's toenails once when he fell asleep. Uh, no, multiple times. Yeah. Actually, every time he fell asleep. So maybe I do like the one prank. <laughs> um, because he would always fall asleep first. Yeah. Every time. Does he ever wake up and just be like this looks good? I'm. I'm going to go with that. He was really annoyed by the end of it. Because like the third or fourth time when he had to ask his mom to borrow a nail polish remover, he was pretty pissed. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Because he have had to, to kept take it, ask, have to take it keep off. asking her and he's like, what the f-? like, Because it's either like, no, we were nice. We didn't do fingernails, just toenails. Yeah. You can hide those with socks. He could have just like let it chip off over time. But um, we get them all painted real nice though. Yeah. Yeah. They look good. Uh, we got on the street. Harry is taunted by khaki, khaki, <laughs> like spelled like the pants. Excellent. Charles, Peter, and Binky leaving midnight mass, <laughs> and he brutally murders them in a fit of rage with a toy soldier and a hatchet. So now we're picking up. Later, Harry is yep. welcome at a neighborhood Christmas party where pre- people think he is just some harmless Santa impersonator. He dance. Oh, here's the polka. He dances and cheers everyone up and makes sure the attending children know that they will be. 
good boys and girls to receive their gifts. He then breaks into Frank's home, kills them with his sack of gifts at a Christmas tree star. I like that kill a lot, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's cool. <laughs> yeah, and leaves toys behind for the kids. He makes a run for his van just as Frank's wife finds her dead husband. So yeah, this is where the movie's pick. This is where the movie picks up, and it does pick up. We I'll, you finally know, get some Christmas themed kills too. Yes, and I will. I'll, I'll give it that. Look, I've been very harsh on this movie, very dismissive at least. You know, once he once he takes out a few people at the uh, base of the steps in front of the church, we start to get rolling a bit. Yeah. You know, it's still, I would say, weirdly takes its time in between kills because at that point, let's get going. Like, let's go nuts. But but the kills that are there are fun and at least they're Christmas themed and we've we've certainly earned it at this point, you know, in, in the film. So, And like we talked about earlier, we're still pretty early in that first kind of like slasher cycle that first like 80s like post halloween slasher cycle yeah. like you mentioned 81 is a big year but 79 79 i think there's like a lot of supernatural stuff so we we haven't really got the uh the slasher movies down pat yet like we no, would and i think no, we're still kind of playing right. and this is more he's been thinking uh loose jackson had been thinking about this movie for a while he's looking at this more like a psychological thriller and i see that and i appreciate right. that what he's trying to do it's just not that interesting in this movie mm-hmm. it's very surface level like oh he saw his mom <laughs> with a bad santa with a bad, performing with a bad santa oral sex yes yes room. and cunnilingus maybe that's um, you know what though maybe like if this happened today this kid would be more well adjusted because we're so we're a little bit more sexually free he'd probably be yeah. like alright yeah <laughs> like glad I mean, my mom's happy I guess <laughs> you know that's good um didn't need to see it but no um in all seriousness uh you know it's just, it's a giving man like good for him cool uh maybe do it in the room and not like where I can stumble in on it but you know and no you know uh it's just very surface level, like like uh, screenwriter psychology, I guess. It's it's screenwriter psychology. I like that. Term. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like kind of like no one's done it. Like it's just kind of like, like he's not. Yeah, the, he must be crazy about Santa because he saw Santa. Yeah, doing naughty things. So, it's, and all screenwriters think they're psychologists. Yes, at some level. Yeah, yes. it's true. <laughs> yeah. On Christmas morning, his Santa suit is disheveled and dirty. Harry returns to Jolly Dreams and activates the assembly lines, breaking all the toys, which he considers subpar. Later, his van becomes stuck in the snow on a beautifully decorated street with plenty of lights. I like this part where he's walking through mm. all the lights. Um, sending yeah, that him, part's cool. Sending him further into a delusional state, the residents shortly recognize him as the murderer and form a torch-bearing mob to pursue him. <laughs> it's insane. So he now, is, this is where I'm into it. This is yeah. like we, we're, we're like a 10 minutes before the end of this film, which is sad, but <laughs> also funny. And now I'm like, this is fucking sweet. Like, there's a there there are our torch-carrying mob, like mob of people chasing Santa on Christmas Eve. Lewis Jackson talked about he wasn't trying to make a slasher. It just got labeled kind of a slasher after yeah. because of everything it's that really came not after. Much of a he was trying to make a Frankenstein movie. And that's what this seems like. Yeah. <laughs> I just wish we'd lean, I don't know. There, there's a cool movie in here somewhere. It's all our it's all our puritanical sexual beliefs that have created this Frankenstein yes. monster. Yes, of course. <laughs> he clearly wants a sex change operation. Yes. Right? And so, and that's what and what's happened is the rest of society is chasing. We live in a society, as right. the Joker says. So we are chasing this man, this we, poor man. He sorry. just needs. We we just need to. We need to be more accepting of yes of, of him. And yes. His his list of naughty. <laughs> Yeah, his, his stalking children and and uh, he, I mean, but here's the thing though: it's all a vicious cycle because 
I mean, sexual repression has led to this man becoming mm-hmm. who he is and a murderer. But Moss Garcia, all he is doing, really, he's not doing anything wrong when we see him. He's just cutting out pictures of he's Penthouse. He's exploring. Yes, these women are a paid models yeah. in Penthouse. Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong there. Yeah. He's exploring. He's, and then what happens? He's the mom, him. The mom from Home Improvement comes in and slaps him in the face for looking yeah. at nudie magazines. Yeah. We got to work on some stuff yep. here. What's it's your terrible. favorite episode of uh, Home Improvement? I liked it before it took itself weirdly seriously. Do you remember that, right? Yes. Where all of a sudden it was like like one of the sons was on drugs and Jim, not like we it Her was like, character became horrible. Like it was like Tim Allen maybe getting out some stuff like because it was like she became very and it's not her it's the way it was written she became was very a, shrill and awful. It was weird. There was a whole sec- like th- section of the show where like her dad was dying or died. Yeah. It was just really depressing, and I was like, "This is supposed to be home." I was like, can we dial it down? Yeah, I'm cool with like an occasional tone, like yeah. lesson or like a like a special episode, you know? Because every sitcom had a special episode where it was like we're going to tackle a heavier subject this season, and this is the episode to do it. But like for like a while there, for like a season or two, it was like Home Improvement was like weirdly like a dramedy, and I was yes. like, oh, "What?" Yeah. yeah, I like the one where Mark turns into kind of like a punker. Do you have a uh, Nikki's back down here? <laughs> do you have a favorite episode of Home Improvement? You want to talk about? <laughs> she, she definitely oh does. <laughs> I don't have a favorite episode like that I can think of off the top of my head, but um, listeners, I'm a huge fan of all all sitcoms. Yes. Um, family based sitcoms are just like my jam. Yeah. And I've watched every single episode of Home Improvement. I know that they did some pretty good Halloween episodes. Oh, good point. Good call. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. call. Um, they weren't as good as Roseanne's Halloween episodes. The goat, yeah. Um, Roseanne was really what you know where it was at with mm-hmm. um, Halloween. Do you remember the Family Matters one where Urkel like didn't he turn into like a puppet at one point and the puppet came to life and was like a murderous Urkel puppet? Vaguely, I yes, I <laughs> do. Yeah, yeah, the, the I, later seasons of Family Matters are kind of crazy. Yeah, no, I did not think of that until you just mentioned that, but yeah. yes. Um, Willie's getting up, so hold on a moment. <laughs> Nikki is taking the seat here. We're I almost am, to the end so of this movie, but we're let never going to take over. So we're just beginning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a triple episode. Did you watch Christmas Evil with Willie? Yes. Um, okay. For the most part, yeah, it was god awful. Um. <laughs> Like nothing happened. The mom from Home Improvement is in it. That's why we're talking. She's the one. She's the mother of the kid that's reading the penthouse. She comes in and slaps him at some point in the movie. I, so that's the mom from Home Improvement. I definitely don't remember that. Yeah. Um, I either was not paying attention or yeah. drinking was involved. I don't know. Maybe both. Maybe both. Yeah. Maybe both. Um, I do not remember her, and then Willie did not point her out to me so i didn't yeah. know about it till after i like it was i was reading about oh. this movie I, and then she popped so up and she didn't even look familiar to you no okay no okay so then yeah i was just easily missed because um yeah no i don't remember that but there's with home improvement i mean there's just so many great episodes um <laughs> i'm just like i it's just all washing over me <laughs> All at once. Yeah. <laughs> Who is your favorite home improvement character? Oh boy. Um, I mean, like Tim Allen truly was. Who was it, did you have a favorite kid? Do you like Mark? 
JTT or the older one. The I older think, one's been in so he's like been a real person has been in some hot water lately. Like I think he's kind of a I think he's been to jail like a oh, lot. Oh really? Yeah, I, think so. <laughs> or I just bad boy, bad boy. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I would say like I mean from a show standpoint. JTT definitely got the most, you know. Like, he had the best lines. He had the yeah, best lines. he did. Like, and like Mark was super underrated because then he went through that like emo like goth, goth phase, phase. Yeah, and yeah. then like you di- you did feel really bad for him because he got picked on so much. Oh, okay. So a great episode is when um they got okay. There's I might be mixing up two episodes, but there's an episode where they trying to convince him that he's adopted. Oh, where um, they try to convince Mark he's adopted. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I remember that one. And and then like it totally like backfires because then like the uh, adults step in and then like basically like pull a prank on the kids. But then there's also one that has to do with aliens. And oh, so and I don't know again. Do I don't not- remember if this is the same one where. They convince Mark that he has been like dropped off by aliens, and then the adults like rig some sort of system in the back where it looks like an alien is coming to like beam him back and <laughs> back to space or something. Right. Okay. And then they get all freaked out and they're like, "Oh my god!" Like Mark, you know. So, um, <laughs> I don't remember if those are the same or are different episodes but i mean they pulled a lot of pranks on Mark, so uh, the tool man here uh willie has he's started hammering right now he's he's pr- hanging up radu <laughs> it's a good thing that i took over so that he could do this i just want you guys um listeners to know that um my husband willie is um a really a go-getter <laughs> and that like he has a to-do list to do and he is like super on top of it. Like he, at the moment that he got this gift, he makes a list. He checks it twice. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as he got that gift, Redu, like he was like, I need to hang this up and I need to hang it up. Now there is no way that he was going to bed tonight without that being hung up on our wall. I just want all of our listeners to know. (laughs) He is yeah. just like crazy about getting shit done. Um, so Nikki, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna remind I'm gonna go over the end of this movie here. Okay. And I'm gonna, we're gonna <laughs> I'm gonna get your thoughts on it because Harry Harry manages to free his van from the snow and drives to his brother's house, where Phil has already started to suspect something is seriously wrong with his brother. Harry confronts Phil, accusing him to have been the root cause of his childhood trauma, as Phil was the one who revealed to Harry that Santa they saw was actually their father. Remember the Santa that was uh, going down on his mom? <laughs> yeah. I was like, was- oh my gosh, that is just very traumatizing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Red Dew is up. <laughs> Good. Phil quickly realizes that Harry is the homicidal Santa from the news and chokes him unconscious. He loads him into the front seat of the van. Harry soon regains his consciousness, punches Phil, and dries off again. The angry mob forces him and his van off a bridge. Mm-hmm. The fan is shown to fly toward the moon as a voiceover reads <gasps> oh my God, the night yes. before Christmas. It like and- somehow flies supernaturally to the moon. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, and he reads the night before Christmas as it hits... It's hits up heads up towards the moon. So yeah. I love this ending. I think this ending is fantastic. It makes absolutely no sense. No, it does not. And I would not have a problem with an ending like this 
if there was a, a movie that kind of like supported this in any way, shape, or form. No, I am super okay with just like a weird, just fucking balls to the wall ending like this. But there has to be some crazy ass shit that supports this throughout the movie, which there is not. It is a boring ass movie. Do you not believe? Wait, I mean, I'm sorry. Do you not believe in the power of Christmas? <laughs> the magic of Santa? Very much so. <laughs> but I. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like Santa would like have shown a little bit a glimmer of Santa Christmas magic up until this point. You want you want him to like do the old nose, the old nose and the wink. I mean, I, <laughs> you pointed your nose like he was smoking some coke. Well, <laughs> like, I, I, so, I, so, I smoking. <laughs> I will. I'd like to let everyone. You know that I've I've never done cocaine in my life. Um, <laughs> smoking some coke. Obviously, sniffed some coke, snorted some coke, smoked some coke. <laughs> much like the end. Holy of, shit! Much like the end of Christmas Evil, we right now are flying off towards the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. Um, I have. <laughs> this is the best possible way to end our year, though, of the podcast. Um, I actually think the ending is kind of like it. It like I do not like the movie, but the ending is pretty funny. Um, and it, it does work. In, it does work in that like weird like sleepaway camp way of like he, yeah. It's so bizarre, and you're just kind of rocked by what you just saw. That you're like, maybe I liked that movie, and then you go, Nah, I didn't really like that. Lewis, movie. Uh, the director said he recalled like people watching the movie. He would go to like theaters, and people hate like they just by the end of it they're just <laughs> booing. <laughs> That's so <laughs> sweet. Just so, just so done with it. I'm surprised that they waited until the end to boo. <laughs> um, because <laughs> because no, it's a really boring ass movie it really is there's like two kill scenes and yeah they kill multiple people in those kill scenes i mean if i'm not remembering i might remember be remembering it wrong but okay <laughs> well he assures me i'm not yeah the kills there's don't like kick two in. two kill scenes in an hour and a half long movie you and it's supposed to be a horror movie and there's only two kill scenes and they don't come until about an hour into the movie. Yeah, so, yeah. it's a real slow go. And then I'm also, I just want it known, okay with like a slow burn type movie. But this does not pay off at all. I you see, you're saying so you're saying this isn't even a burn. Like it's just No. A slow, <laughs> yeah, like, like it's a, like a bad burn. <laughs> slow rash. Yeah, yeah, it's like a chlamydia burn. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Uh, you cut off. <laughs> yeah, don't drag, don't drag this episode into the gutter. Yeah, yeah, we've already talked about. Yeah, never mind. Um, <laughs> anyway, talk about Santa fetishes and and other stuff. Oh, God. Um, no, I'm I'm actually cutting I'm cutting you off now because I don't love you, but because it's 10:08, I just realized. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, I gotta edit um, this thing tonight. Yes, so I agree with Nikki honestly, and, and like basically entirely about the movie. It's it's yeah, just it's just kind of boring. Um. And it's, and it's um the ending is a lot of fun, but I'm just bored all the way throughout. 
And I think there's better Christmas horror movies that tap into, like, the theme of Christmas. So, for me, like, I like what he was going with. I like that they were trying... It wasn't meant to be a slasher. It was meant to be, like, a psychological thing. I just think you do a lot more... You could do a lot more interesting stuff with the psychology of somebody who's, like, obsessed with Santa. Yeah. It's just kind of boring. Because, it, like, it's, like, sleazy like a slasher, but not sleazy enough. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's doing weird. So you guys work. can't see, but I was basically trying to grab the the microphone out of Willie's hand because I just have something really important to say. So, <laughs> um, if you guys you're doing are a look- power stance on that microphone right now, too. <laughs> I am. I just I wish that there was a camera on me right now. Um, but all I want to say is, if you guys are looking for one hell of an interesting Christmas movie, it's not horror based but i would say that it's sci-fi based um oh santa claus versus the martians um santa claus conquers the martians yeah, sorry, excuse it's me. the world's best christmas movie it is one that i have um inserted into our life maybe probably like six years ago yeah uh, s-a-n-t-a-c-l-a-u-s-a-y <laughs> for santa claus So Santa Claus Conquers the Martians is a phenomenal Christmas movie. Um, that is our tradition that we watch it every year um, for the rest of our lives. Um, <laughs> and I think that all of you guys maybe next also year we'll do that. Yeah, implement that. And if you don't, the next year we will review it. Yeah. And if you do, the next year we will review it. And no matter what, we will review it and you guys should watch it. I think it's on YouTube for free. Um, I think it's rated one of the worst um, Christmas movies of There's all a time. Mystery Science Theater episode. Oh, of is it too. Yes. yes. Phenomenal. Um, it's, it's, it's truly wonderful. You will not regret it. Um, and yes, so that's really, don't, don't watch this horrible movie. <laughs> I can't even remember what the name of it was anymore. But Christmas, Christmas Evil. It, it doesn't titles. matter. Christmas Evil or a better watch out. <laughs> um, Santa Claus conquers the Martians. <laughs> and Merry Christmas. Yes. Thank you, Nikki. That's the, that's the way to end it here. Um, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas holidays. to all. Uh, watch Christmas Evil or don't. Um, that's your choice. Help us um, find the Kwanzaa killer, at least. Yeah. Can we discover if this movie is real or not, please? <laughs> I don't think it is. Um, it's a fascinating concept. Uh, Tim, what, what are, are, we, yeah, what are, we, what are so, we doing next? Okay, so we had talked about we, start we were supposed to talk about this off-air, because I didn't know if we wanted to do the... When can you... Maybe we do need to talk about this off-air. Yeah. You want to see... Do you want to go see Scream? When it I comes do. Out? Yeah. That's January 14th, though. So yes. we have an episode in between, but I was thinking maybe we just do a multimedia episode we'd finally crank out that master of the universe one we could definitely do that and then come back for scream that next, maybe we do a tiny like we record a tiny terror at the same time we record that we're do, a little, we're talking a little behind the scenes stuff a little well the curtain here. how about this okay do you have something in mind though? well we'll take what we'll, we're gonna be doing uh oh man this is tough this is really tough because a couple weeks from now would be yeah that week before scream's release yes um which is fine. I don't know. You know, I don't know what we what we do. I mean, 
We definitely want to do a multimedium. Do we want to take that long a time off on Horror Movie Yearbook, though, in between now and Scream? I mean, I, that seems like a long time to take off. Although my, we've got the first of the year and stuff like that. So My question, um, <laughs> in putting myself as... Are there any New Year's yeah Eve New Year's Eve horror Eve. movies? Yeah. I went to yeah. go check in my pocket for my phone, but it was a baby monitor, so I can't check the internet. New Year's <laughs> New Year's Evil is probably the, the New Year's Evil, and I like New Year's Evil quite a bit. Yeah, um, it's got a nice sterling fourteen percent out of Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> um, but the thing is, like, so here's the other thing though too is I'm gonna be out of town that Wednesday, the fifth, mm-hmm. and I won't be back until that Monday. So that's the other thing. Oh boy. <laughs> so, we can we can what do you want to do? We can do something. Is there anything on Prime you'd like to watch? I don't know. Um let's figure this out and we'll announce it on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. I'm fine with that. We're going to keep you all in suspense. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, yeah, we'll, we'll announce it on Twitter and then... We should have uh, talked... This yeah. is one of those things we should definitely should have talked about before. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's right. Um, yeah. We'll Thanks be for back. joining we'll us. We'll be back in the new year. We've got a nice little um, year wrap-up next week where we hand out some uh, superlatives and then we will be back. Um, everybody, thank you for being with us this year. Yes. It's been a fun year. been a good time. Um, hopefully you really enjoyed this celebration with the entire HMI Horror Movie Yearbook crew reunited. Uh, I believe Nikki has one more thing to say here. I, I think she's just messing with me. I am. I'm just messing with him because he gets uncomfortable every time I lean into the microphone. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. There you go. Yes. Uh, all right. Stay safe, everybody. Thank you for listening.